This is what we scrounge up from breakfast with JB on 92.9. So Tim Tam's got a fantastic little bit of promotion the other day when Boris Johnson, the UK Prime Minister, was chatting about the new trade agreement which is currently being negotiated between Australia and the UK and how that will make it easier for Britons to be able to inherit our fantastic, iconic biscuit. And off the back of that, Arnott's thought, you know what, because the Brits supposedly love Tim Tams, according to Boris Johnson, we're going to design and craft some flavours that are uniquely British. I hope, I hope these aren't real flavours because some of the ones that they put up on their Instagram include the Tim Tam bangers and mash flavour, the scotch egg flavour, the iconic British fish and chips flavoured Tim Tam, and probably one of the better ones out of the four, the Tim Tam and scones and cream flavour. Look, I hope, again, I hope these aren't real, but with some of the crazy flavours we've seen chocolate companies and confectionery companies and chip companies taking to recently, wouldn't surprise me if these are actually real. This is the best of JB for breakfast on 92.9. This is what we scrounge up from breakfast with JB on 92.9. Here's what people are chatting about on the 92.9 Facebook page. So on Thursday, yesterday morning, we were chatting about those children's TV shows you just can't stand. So yesterday, we thought we'd move on to toys. We discussed that on our Facebook page, those children's toys that you just want to throw in a dumpster and set it on fire. Uh, I'm going with the Furbies and the Tickle Me Elmos. I was like, I wasn't a, a baby, but I was, you know, 12 or 13 when the Tickle Me Elmo dolls were all the rage. And that was just, I didn't understand the concept of those. Uh, nice to see that the recorder is still really, really, really annoying the poo out of parents. I love that. Lots of mentions for the recorder. Anita on our Facebook page, a fantastic shopping list of kids' toys she hates. How's this? The recorder. The triangle, any percussion instrument really. Anita, I wonder if you had kids growing up who wanted to play the drums. I did as a kid, and I I think my parents still to this day use that against me, I think. Play-Doh, paint, paints, really? Those piano books, any forms of craft, battery-operated toys that don't have a volume switch, kinetic sand, slime... And back in the day, those mobile candy phones that sung really annoying tunes with each button you pressed. Wow, Anita, fun police there. Extreme list. This is the best of JB for breakfast on 92.9. This is what we scrounge up from breakfast with JB on 92.9. Time to get slightly snobby with letters from Townworth. Time to find out what's going on in our sister city of Tamworth, Staffordshire. Far more exciting than the sister city of Lane Cove in Sydney. No offence to Gunnada. Uh, some mindless idiots have been criticised for destroying lampposts in Tamworth, Staffordshire. I mean, we got our sports fields vandalised earlier on in the week. Some people doing doughies on them. Um, which is, I got an awkward story about that, actually. At a station event up in Rockhampton, uh, it was very muddy and wet and we had to set up in the middle of an oval and I sort of may have destroyed the grass on the sports field accidentally. Not great in a station vehicle at a council event. It wasn't an accident, was it? You, <laughs> you thought this is the perfect mistake. chance <laughs> to have some fun and blame it on some kids. <laughs> it was an honest mistake. Council staff were there. I was just following their directions. I bet you they did on purpose and <laughs> laughed at you. Like, look at this idiot actually doing it. <laughs> Creating news. <Yeah. laughs> did you talk about it at the OB? 
Uh, no, it's during the pack up. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, there's news for Monday. <laughs> Pretty much. They've destroyed some council lamps, so they've literally knocked these down. So we're talking like street lights. They've been like completely whooshed down. Knocked down. Yeah. How, like lots of them in a row or just uh, spread out throughout this, the I, town? I, I think. I think I don't know exact numbers, but I know there were multiple ones done. Man. So yeah, it's gonna be hard to. That seems like too much work. To know, yeah, it really does. There would have been a lot of planning going into this. Yeah, <laughs> so organised crime racket. So they're looking into that one, and the cinemas in Tamworth too. They're looking at reopening uh, from uh, Friday, July ten. This is just before I alarm anyone. This is the cinema in Tamworth, Staffordshire. Not here if you tune into that midway through. Uh, some of the safety measures. This is interesting. Um, it's got to be completely contactless. So you have to um, use your card. No cash at all. Yeah, see, um, the cards are taking over. Cash is going to be a <laughs> thing of the party. past. Yeah. <laughs> I hope the voice Jeff Dunn is listening. Uh, all the prepackaged food and drinks, uh, such as popcorn and lollies and things like that, will all be prepackaged. Mm-hmm. Uh, limited seats on sale and guaranteed unoccupied seats between guests to meet social distancing requirements uh, while also enabling family groups and social bubbles to sit together. That's going to be a new word of the year contender, I think. Social Social bubble. bubble. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't mind that. Social bubble? Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind it either. Uh, Staggered show start times to reduce queues with safe queue measures in place, such as the good old floor markings. Uh, they've got newly serviced air conditioning for fresh air delivered into all screens. Uh, <laughs> enhanced cleaning by well-trained teams. Ah, oh, so they're getting the pros in. <laughs> <laughs> the forensic cleaners. They're getting the pros in. <laughs> uh, more frequent cleaning routines on all high-contact areas of the cinema guest journey. I love this. Everyone coming out saying we're cleaning more often than we used to. Pretty much admitting that you never really used to clean stuff properly, but now you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guest sanitizer stations, of course, and all staff members trained on safety and hygiene measures equipped with PPE, including face covering and gloves. Mm. So there you go, extreme cinemas for the reopening. Do you reckon the guys in Tamworth, Tamworth Staffordshire, yeah. their radio station... Yeah. They do letters from Tamworth, New South Wales. I'd hope so. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> we should look into that. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. We'll try and reach out to them yeah. and see if we can do a bit do, of a... Do you reckon they have a local radio station? Well, I think... Well, yeah, they do. I looked into this. They've got two. They've got a community station there, Radio Tamworth. Yeah. They've got a commercial station, but... I think awkwardly last year, I think, unfortunately, the hammer came down. I think all the staff got Axed. hunted. See yeah. you later, guys. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Sorry. <laughs> Quarter- so maybe they're not doing letters from Tamworth, New South Wales. <laughs> maybe the community station we can hit up. Yeah, maybe. So we'll get, in, get in touch with one of the, you know, 75-year-old volunteers yeah. that work there, and he'd love that, I reckon. This is the best of JB for breakfast on 92.9. This is what we scrounge up from breakfast with JB on 92.9. Uh, this was an interesting discussion that popped up actually on uh, Kyle and Jackie O the other night. Of course, they're back tonight from... Uh, so, oh, no, sorry, because they got Fridays off. They're very lucky. They have Fridays off. They're back Monday 
from uh, 7 o'clock. But their, their manager, Bruno Boucher, who lately has been sort of the list king he's been naming himself, he named the best Arnott's Biscuits uh, from God tier back to cat vomit tier, I think, uh, milk arrowroot biscuit. I saw this list. Yeah. Not one of his best. <laughs> no, not at all. I think it was created more for the controversy and the discussion. I think that's what it's the, starting to become yeah. more of, yeah. <laughs> I think he put milk arrowroot as the God tier. And that was the only one. Yeah, that was it. So And, and shortbread cream yeah. was in the pleb tier or the lowest tier. Yeah, yeah. Which I reckon they're the best. You like them? Yeah. Yeah, right. In my family, they were always the last ones to go in the family No packs. way, no I'd go those them. Yeah, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. I, look, I, I, I don't think they're in the cat vomit tier. I'd put them in the middle tier, but each to their own. Yeah. But not milk, milk arrows for top. <laughs> what is this, for babies or something? It is now. You know? Yeah. It's crazy. But the, it got into the discussion last night about how you say the, I call them niece biscuits. Because some people say that they're nice biscuits. Yeah, and he actually messaged Arnott's. Yes. And they came out and said that it was Nice, like the French... It is, is it? ...coastal town. Ah, in right. The French Riviera. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Nice. Yeah. It is, is that how you've said it all along? Because I, I say Nice. Yeah. Nice just sounds mm. too Aussie. Yeah. But yeah, Arnott's came out themselves Great. saying that's how it's pronounced, Nice Biscuits. There we go. You heard it here first <laughs> from Caleb and Arnott's. Breaking news. So yeah, so it is neat because that, that's funny with us Aussies. Like we put the fancy stuff on like Tajay, yeah. uh, but then when, uh, you know, there's something that is fancy like Nice Biscuits, it just comes out as nice. Yeah. So uh, do you find Nice Biscuits nice or no? I don't they're in the- they're. they're eight. Yeah? They're eight. Eight or eight? Eight. <laughs> All right. In the middle tier. Yeah. Okay. Uh, definitely the, the shortbread cream still above it. I think so, yeah. yeah. Okay. They're, they're my God tier one. Yeah, right. Okay. Mm. They're the go. ones I'll target first. Like, you <laughs> little rippers. I go the Kingstons. Yeah, right. First. I what love them. What about the Monte Carlos? Yeah, they're right. I put them in the middle. Yeah, I that's put them right. in the shortbread too. creams. Oh, for me. All right, all right. <laughs> this is the best of JB for breakfast on 92.9. This is what we scrounge up from breakfast with JB on 92.9. Those children's TV shows, parents, that you just don't like. And look, you can't say, oh, because little Johnny loves it so much, I do as well. No, I'm, look, I'm not accepting that. I know that there's a show out there that you cannot, cannot stand your kids watching. My parents, it was Mully Grubs. Do you remember that show with the weird face on the screen and the little dot they used to draw stuff? Look, to be fair, I don't even think I liked it as a kid either, but my parents despised that show. I know parents in more recent times, I can't stand Teletubbies. And one for me was In the Night Garden. I just, I can't fathom that one at all. On our Facebook page, this got a lot of discussions. We had 98 people on there. It was basically just a whinge fest for parents, really. Uh, lots of people agreeing with In the Night Garden, Teletubbies. Uh, even SpongeBob SquarePants got a couple of mentions too. Anita said, a little SpongeBob is okay, but too much and I turn into Squidward, which is which is fair enough. Uh, and lots for Peppa Pig as well. A couple of surprising ones, including The Wiggles. 
Parents can't stand them. I think it might, I don't know. It could be the lineup change. We got some Wiggles purists out there that can't understand some of the new members joining the group. The Simpsons, Dora the Explorer getting thrown around as well. I'd love to know. Someone even is hating on Mr. Squiggle on here. Hey, come on. That's gone one too far. He's a national treasure, Mr. Squiggle. Love to know, aside from Mr. Squiggle, he doesn't count. What children's TV show parents can you not not fathom? You just hate it. You despise it. This is the best of JB for breakfast on 92.9. This is what we scrounge up from breakfast with JB on 92.9. On our Facebook page at the moment, we're discussing parents, those children's TV shows you just can't stand. And look, if you don't have one, you're not parenting enough because there's got to be some annoying TV show out there you just can't stand it. And I reckon about 80% of our respondents on there are all saying they can't stand Peppa Pig. And they're saying that Peppa Pig is rude. Now, I had people on there saying, she, Peppa Pig, she's a little sweet little pig. She's a piglet. She's not rude. She can't be. Here is the evidence I have here that Peppa Pig is extremely rude. It sums it up in this phone call. Check this out. Hello, Mrs. Pig. Hello, Mrs. Sheep. Can Peppa talk to Susie, please? Hello, Susie. (laughs) Hello, Peppa. What are you doing? I'm learning to whistle, but I can't do it yet. Hmm, that sounds hard. It's impossible. Uh, can you whistle, Susie? No. (laughs) Oh, good. I mean, that's sad if you can't whistle. But good, because I can't whistle. What's whistling anyway? You put your lips together and blow. Like this. Hello, Peppa? <laughs> Absolutely ruthless, see? She is. This is the best of JB for breakfast on 92.9.